Hi, this is Ed Keating at Cannabis Media, and we're doing the Cannabis Media Podcast live from the MJ BizCon 2021. Today, we're joined by OG Cannabis Insurance, and Manny Caron is with us. Manny, welcome. Thank you very much. So, got to ask, what does the OG stand for in your company name? So, when we were developing our website, we wanted to incorporate what we felt was um, our talents and services uh, and uh, the cannabis industry in talking about um, what we feel is a top shelf uh, policy and products. So the OG in the industry was kind of the way of our uh, naming ourselves as a top uh, shelf insurance company. And so we, de we decided OG cannabis insurance was the easiest way to explain that. And it made a whole lot of sense for our website. Now, <laughs> I I've known you for years coming to these shows and whatnot. Um, so obviously we're, we're both here many years later, thank goodness, that yeah. uh, you know, our businesses have thrived. Tell me about who you service in the, in the industry. Is it the whole value chain from growers right up to uh, dispensaries or you know, are there places that you, uh, you know, focus on a little bit more deeply? Yeah, that's right. So we can insure anybody in the licensed ecosystem from dispensaries to distribution to manufacturing. We're licensed in all legally cannabis uh, licensed states and we can also insure all the ancillary businesses. So if you're security or consulting or construction, we've got insurance policies that are fully transparent with cannabis uh, operations. The carriers know exactly what you're doing. So come claim time, there's no issues with claim denials um, or uh, policy uh, exclusions. Oh, makes sense, makes sense. Now, as you look at states and those that you cover, are there differences for you in terms of how you have to write the insurance if it's a medical state versus an adult state or one that has both? Yeah. So. So each state has a different licensing uh, compliance when it comes to insurance. Matter of fact, in California, there's even insurance requirements on the city level. And so what oh. we do uh, is make sure that your compliance on both of those sides, uh, as far as insurance is concerned. Um, as far as the other states, the things that really um, stand out are some of the weather-related claims that you know are oh. unique to, uh, let's say, Oklahoma, where you might have wind and hail and tornado season. Um, or things in Florida where you might have, you know, uh, hurricane, hurricane, and and all those other things. So, um, it's it, yeah, it's it's a it is a, a state in a case by case basis when we look at a policy because every risk is going to be different. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, one of our customers in the insurance space came to us years ago and said, "Hey, when you're talking to processors, can you find out what kind of uh, extraction they do? Because mm -hmm. he says I'd like to know about volatile extraction." Or not. So, is that something that you know is going to impact somebody's insurance as you write for them if you know that they're using, let's say, butane versus something more benign? Yeah, absolutely. You hit it right on the on the nose. So, part of the underwriting process of the carrier is you want to know all about your operations, extraction, um, how you safeguard that. Do you have the right ventilation? Do you have a closed loop uh, system? Yeah. Um, and what method you're using? Those are all uh, underwriting questions that are very important when it comes to uh, covering the risk. So yeah, that's you hit it right on the nose. Yeah. We, we do would we do need to know that up front. So when we first met many years ago, I was impressed because you were really doing a lot of your own research uh, in right. the California market. You were getting local licenses. You knew some of the same people that we did. Yeah. Now as we look across and we see all these new states uh, coming on board or expanding their programs, what does that mean for you and your team? Like New Mexico is going to expand mm -hmm. their program, mm -hmm. or Connecticut, New York, New Jersey. You know, how, how does that impact how you navigate forward? So number one, it's opportunity. Uh, it's an opportunity to continue what we do as a business. Um, uh, we, we definitely want to see the culture and, and uh, business grow and become more mainstream. Um, so what we do from a business aspect is we just go to those markets, introduce ourselves, 
talk to all the movers and shakers and let them know exactly how we can help those businesses grow and protect them and um, you know, do what we do. Cool, cool. And how does cannabis media fit into your plans? Like, how do we hopefully assist you in uh, meeting some of those goals? Yeah, so, I mean, the main thing that you guys do is get us that data. That data is super important. So we can get that initial outreach into and marketing yep. um, and getting a hold of the right people and getting a hold of the right companies. Um, so that way we can help further our message uh, much faster than what we can do on the ground. Got it. And looking to, to, to Washington and all the discussion there about rules changing at the federal level, would any of those changes, you know, matter for you, like anything on 280 or safe banking, or is insurance sort of its own enclave that wouldn't be affected by much of that? No, no. The SAFE Act has some regulations that's going to allow insurance companies uh, to have those safeguards, uh, um, oh. and that's written into the legislation that we know is going to open up the doors for some of the larger carriers or some other carriers to increase capacity or risk. Um, so we're looking forward to that. I think that's that's really important in step one. Um, as far as like the insurance is concerned and what we do for our clients, uh, one of the biggest conversations we're going to have is going to be uh, interstate uh, traveling. Oh, we're going to have right. a lot of risk with um, you know just being on the road and cargo and commercial auto coverages yeah. and how that affects uh, when you go into states. And um, So we're looking forward to that. And we know that's going to be bringing a lot of opportunity for our agents. Excellent. So does that come up in some states where, let's say they do not have distribution licenses. Let's say I'm a, a grower and I it's almost an implied license that I can drive my product to a manufacturer. Does that factor into how you'd evaluate me versus a state like California that has a wholesale sort of process in there? Sure, yeah. You know, if, if it shouldn't be implied. It should be, you should have a license for it. If there's not a, a licensing system around in your state, um, we'll ask you exactly then, then what are you allowed to do per the state yep, yep. Uh, guidelines? Because uh, that's how all these policies um, and the uh, and the industry work. So we'll ask them. Okay, so if you're if you're growing and you're not uh, transporting, um, then yes, how are you getting your product from point yeah. A to point B? Because uh, it is a it is a, a top of, of coverage and a risk that we need to know about. Our clients need to know about. But more importantly, we do want to be uh, sure that our clients are within uh, the requirements of their state and local licensing, because um, that is a policy a requirement. Um, and if you're not, then you know these insurance companies will hold you to that, that's your burden to make sure you are, um, so coverage can be um, applied when it's necessary. Absolutely, absolutely. So Manny, looking forward, you know, hopefully we'll be here a year from now, it'll be the 2022 MJ BizCon. What do you think is gonna happen over the next 12 months? What, what trends might there be out there that we should be on the lookout for? Um, I think M&As, uh, that's been happening quite quite a bit. Um, in the next 12 months, I think people are gonna be looking towards the, the Biden administration to, to start uh, at least the framework on uh, federal deregulation. Yep. Um, I would probably say that's going to happen in 25, 2025, 26, yep. more than likely. Um, I think I think the industry is just going to grow. We're going to have more states that are going to actually yeah. start uh, issuing licenses. There's a few states that's talking a lot about it. New York. Um, hopefully, everybody um, will see that 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 state open up and. Uh, you know, we're just looking forward to growth. Yeah, no, I would agree. I, I, after sitting in on the financial forum earlier on this week and seeing the slides to talk about growth, you're absolutely right that we see it definitely uh, continuing to move up and uh, you know, hopefully we'll all be able to enjoy that as, as we move forward. Yeah. So Manny, thank you so much for uh, coming by and talking to us about OG Insurance Services. This you're very is great. welcome. Good to catch up. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice seeing you again, Ed. And
Hello, everybody out there. All right. <laughs> I am here with my friend Chris from the Marsh Networks, correct? Yes. Thank Fantastic. you for having me. Appreciate yeah, absolutely. It. What's it like being back at MJ BizCon, like after the year that was 2020? It is surreal, to say the least. Isn't so, it? Really? Yes. Yeah. This is my 10th MJ BizCon, so I've oh, been wow. to every single one since the beginning. So wow. it's amazing to see the growth and the evolution of the cannabis industry. And you can kind of see it year after year at MJ BizCon. So it's great to be back. And what I think about NJBizCon, it's always good to come to NJBizCon and realize the work that we do every on a daily basis actually has a greater impact globally. So That's fantastic. it's amazing to yeah, be here. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting, especially coming here. I haven't seen this really in any other industry yeah. where it's like everybody here really wants to help everybody else succeed because they really just want to boost the industry to where it needs to be. 100%. And, and, and we all care about the plan and we all care about the patients. So absolutely. And, and that's the most important part about it. It's really yes. refreshing to see, especially in this day and age. 100%. Yeah. So tell us what you guys are up to. What have you been working on? Right on. So March Networks, we're a global uh, manufacturer of video surveillance equipment. So we make cameras, um, hardware, and software that uh, powers the systems. Right. So we've been going coast to coast and you know, spreading the word about uh, video surveillance, but also trying to take it to the next level and help people understand they're making these huge investments in their uh, technology suite. And it, it's not really necessarily the only thing you're going to do is do security and compliance. There's so much more you can do with video or your technology suite. We're yeah. trying to help people understand how you can maximize your profits, increase revenue per square foot, and overall operational efficiency through the use of your video or other technologies. That's fantastic. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so have you had a good MJ BizCon so far? Are you meeting up with a lot of people? I have had a great MJ BizCon. I was able to dodge uh, some shenanigans last night and get right? some rest, so I'm ready to hit That's up the- That's funny, yeah, it's interesting, <laughs> MJ BizCon. People swinging in here at noon. Right? Yes. We know what's up. We know what's going on. Absolutely. I wish I was one of them, but I had a boot. Right? I know. Yeah, yeah. We so got I... business first. I know. Maybe maybe like tomorrow night, you know? Tonight I'm going to have a really good time. I'm going there to the, go. the Zodiac party, and those are always fun, the, the Sensi and Fairchild party. So I'm glad they combined forces and decided to have one big awesome party, and we're going to see what, see what it is. But, uh, yeah, I've uh, made the mistake in years past of staying up way too late on the first couple but of days. you got to live. you got to do it at least once. Yeah, you got to like, have fun. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So how, fun. Are you, how are you all utilizing the Cannabis Media Database? You know what? The Cannabis Media Database has really been invaluable. Awesome. Um, one, it gives us a ton of research. Um, on the cannabis industry, we're able to understand which markets are hot gen based on what the activity mm -hmm. levels is, are. Excuse me. Um, we've got a you know quite a, a, a you know not a large sales team, but there's you know 10 or 15 of us, um, and then we've got an inside sales team, and they've really embraced the cannabis media platform right. to um, you know find out who to talk to, find out what brands are linked to which brands, understand who they're talking to before they go into a call, and based on the information that we're gathering from cannabis media, it's been super invaluable for us. Yeah. And we've been getting a ton of uh, business as a result. Um, our entire marketing team is basing on kind of what their uh, marketing plan or where, where they're gonna target their target markets based on you know what the information they're getting from cannabis media right. on the markets that are hot so they can you know shift their you know if it's a it's a if it's a bigger you know enterprise play they mm -hmm. can shift their message to enterprise you know for Illinois or something like that right. if it's more of a you know the license are just being issued then we have you know a different type of approach or a different marketing plan for those and the information that you guys provide lets us do that 
That's fantastic. And it's been great. I, I really appreciate you stopping by for a quick minute. One hundred percent. This is fantastic. It's always great seeing you guys. Absolutely. We love working with you. We always talk about you. Absolutely. First, Thanks so. for having us no, and keep up the good work. No, you keep up the good work. There we go. This is sign up for Cannabis Media. There go, go sign up and go talk to this guy. And I am here with my good friend from Easy Trim. <laughs> How are you, sir? We go back a good three to four minutes. We so. do. You know, but we go back a good three to four minutes. But doesn't it feel like we go back a good like, it does thirty indeed. to forty years at this it point? It does indeed. After talking about this, you're this is, you're it's in unreal. This small world the connections it that you is. can make here and learn just uh, it it's just it's just really unreal you're an easy guy to connect with oh well thank you so much <laughs> stop it stop it <laughs> so what's it like being back at mj biscon yeah. after the year that was 2020 no kidding. Hey, first off thanks for having me My and thanks for, thank you for stopping by thanks sir. for having uh our company easy yep. trim here and we appreciate it it's awesome to be back here mm -hmm. you know we've uh as a relatively small company, but yeah. a very solid one, these shows are really important to us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and they're also very fun, too. Oh, but it's are. a great way for us to reconnect with current customers, mm -hmm. but obviously develop relationships with new ones. Yeah. And uh, we've been fortunate over the years. And we've, we've actually done probably... Gosh, at least ten shows in the last wow, few really? months. Yeah, not not to the scope of right. you know MJB is kind of the Rose Bowl of the whole deal. It so, does, it does, but it this is, uh, but all of them. It's just been great to be out and about again. Yeah. And, and you can't, you just can't beat face to face interaction. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, it's you, pretty you tough really, to you, beat. You really yeah. can't beat that. I don't think so, especially for what we do, which is you know fairly tangible. Yeah. You can, it comes across via video and mm -hmm. Zoom calls and phone calls, but there's nothing quite like the hands-on experience yeah absolutely yeah. so talk about easy trim what have you, you guys bet. been up to what are you up to now absolutely with all of it. again thank you for asking sure. uh we're a company based out of colorado we were mm -hmm. founded by a gentleman by the name of joe black who okay. who was was a grower thank this you is, joe this is going back about uh, a decade now mm -hmm. and he was getting a little bit frustrated with hand trimming and that whole process and he's just one of those incredibly innovative inventor type people of which I couldn't be farther from yeah and he created the same trimmer that we've had now for 10 years mm -hmm. a decade ago so it was born out of necessity but also just being a grower so yeah. and, and I think that's why our company I'm the CEO, which is a fancy title, but I'm far and away the winkest link in the chain. Our team oh, is, I don't believe that for I, a second. Please, I, it's, I <laughs> You have an amazing team. Uh, our, well, our team is all based on, they've all grown, yeah. done a lot of experience. They've run dispensaries. They've had their own trim shops. Right. And our, so they've covered every area of the industry, yeah. which I think, honestly, in the three and a half years I've been with Easy Trim, I've learned so much from them that it just, it's been like getting your masters in a lot of ways. Cause as you know, this industry is, at least for me, it's just constantly learning and changing it and is. evolving. And that's also what makes it cool too. Yeah, but you know, that's why I really love coming to conferences like this. And I didn't really know, this is my first time. I really didn't know what to expect. Right. But to see everyone here kind of working together to help each other, to, to right. boost the industry as a whole. It's you don't very really see true. that in a lot of other industries. You know, it's really true. And and of course we have competitors right? too. Right, absolutely. But there is a, and that's good. There's an amicable the, respect. It's a, yeah. The competition rises you, rises you up and helps absolutely. you improve. And what we try to do, at least I try to do, is your your biggest competition is usually yourself too. Absolutely, <laughs> and yeah. always, always trying to find ways to improve and enhance what you do. And when you come to one of these, you realize, wow, there's there's so many different things we can do. It can be a bit overwhelming, so you have to kind of take a deep breath and yeah. go step at a time. But uh, yeah, there is a 
there is that camarad a sense of camaraderie here. Mm -hmm. I think we all feel fairly lucky to to be in an industry that uh, sure is, goes like this, like mm -hmm. most. But it's pretty hard to argue the potential upside and growth and and right. and the right. coolness of it. It's just a, it's just a neat industry to be to, to be in. And I meet folks like you. Oh, <laughs> stop it. So. This is exciting. Yeah, this is my first time here. I didn't really know what to yeah. expect, but you know, really yeah. to touch base with all of our clients and stuff like That's that. Awesome. Meet them in person after I've chatted with them on support yeah. and everything like that. It's just, it's just Absolutely. so cool. So cool to connect and actually I, meet in person. I get it. Yeah. You know, and we've been with Cannabis for what I think three years yeah. now, and uh, I met Davis at a show, I oh. believe, and uh, instantly. Instant rapport with him. He's yeah. a really solid person. Davis as, is a great human being. As is all of the cannabis team, and I think that's why it's been for us. A, sure, it's a great resource for what you do as far as getting licenses, but it also provides a lot. Of, like I get your daily emails and I get a lot of information from it. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really worked well for us, and your support team and staff have always just been very helpful because it's a small company. We need help as far as because we don't have like our own IT department and those kind of things. So it really provides a heck of a resource for us. Yeah. So moving into that, how do you guys utilize the database? Yeah. Well, our job, what we do is we build harvesting and trimming equipment, right. of course. So we work directly with growers. So when we. <laughs> Perfect timing. There you go. So what we love about a cannabis is it's pretty tough for us to keep track of licenses. Yeah. For example, if a new state comes on, be it, it doesn't matter, Oklahoma or wherever it is, you guys do the heavy lifting on that end. So that provides literally the information for us. And that is invaluable because for us to track that down is, is pretty tough to do. So that's our first way of utilizing it is by utilizing hopefully well-written effective emails to those licenses to introduce easy trim to absolutely them. and if that works for us and we can schedule a meeting boy that's a door we we pro we may not have been able to open yeah without cannabis you know and that's that's pretty invaluable mm -hmm. for our company and i'm sure for many actually yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so that's that's the nut of it and then also again just the information you guys are you guys put out I, I get the mjb emails too of course and i read them every day and they're helpful because things are changing so quickly so quickly and there's just so so much going on that it's really you could spend <laughs> you could spend months just trying Absolutely. to stay up with even, it even reading yeah. all the different emails from yeah. all the different companies yeah. and organizations yeah. you're still not caught up exactly. just because it's so easy it's, so quickly it really mm -hmm. is and and i think again as a as a as a small but solid company, it's really important that we remain nimble. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the great thing about our products is they're kind of adaptable to any size grow, from yeah, a backyard are. home grow to a, you know, the large companies that we all know the names of, and we're we're we can kind of adopt to both. So again, having that type of information on a daily basis really helps us to kind of think, okay, should we go help? adjust this this direction or go this way so again information is is power as it they is. say it's it's, it's very right. helpful and so. that's great we appreciate the kind of words especially yeah. we have our data team you know they're, they're kind of work behind the scenes we don't right they don't often get the credit they deserve but they are fantastic right. fantastic people who right do a lot of work to make man sure everything is that is the name of the game isn't it i've been in other businesses and 
there are certain principles that just kind of transcend, and, and that all begins with the peeps. And our team is, like I said earlier, I mean, man, these these men, these these folks are, they are, man, they have so much knowledge, and and that because they've done, and they've also failed, as they would readily admit. Well, that's how you learn. As we have too, yeah, and we'll continue to, yeah. And it's not, uh, I guess, it's not necessarily failure if you learn from it. And so that's the biggest thing. We kind of look at. Uh, we're all pretty big fans of the book "The Obstacle Is the Way" by Ryan Holiday, which I don't know if you've ever read, but, I haven't, but it's I'm going to now. it's really a tremendous book, yeah. and all his work is. But we always try to remind ourselves of that when we make mistakes, which we do, mm-hmm. <laughs> and go, okay, how do we learn from it? How do we how do we handle it too? Yeah, that's the biggest part is how do you handle it with your customer base? So just come right out and say, hey, we mess this up. Here's what we'll do to fix yeah. it. Well, especially you know, in the industry that's still growing, it's still super big easy to time. do that. It and, is, and yeah. And luckily, everybody in this industry kind of understands that yeah. as well. So everyone's a little more patient with each other. As, yeah. We do find that mm-hmm. overall, and no one feels worse than we do because we know, man, the love, literally, that goes into growing. Yeah. I mean, it, and it is hard work. Really yeah, I mean, there's it's art, it's there's science, you yeah. know. And I didn't grow up on a farm, but I did grow up in Iowa. So I was surrounded by agriculture area, and my mom's side of the family were all farmers. So I have kind of a running knowledge of how difficult farming is. But mm-hmm. this is this just reiterates it. Whether I go to a small grow or some of these just huge grows, it's like, man, oh man, there is a lot of work that goes into this, yeah. and and a, and you can feel, as you kind of alluded to, you can feel the passion part of it too, because it's it's really fun to talk to these growers because their eyes just light. It's their baby, you yeah, know. Yeah, it really is. And, uh, yeah. And, you know, and, and that's another thing. In a lot of other industries, you don't get that passion. That right. Comes with it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, these growers are fantastic, and we try to the best of our ability to honor that because you spend all that time growing that plant so by the time you trim and harvest it we want to make sure we honor that yeah, and show that show that plant the same respect yeah. and love really is the word so mm-hmm. that's what's cool about it too so yeah that's our story we're in beautiful colorado or joe started it like i said about a decade ago and right when right about when legalization happened in colorado Fantastic. so he's the guy you want on the podcast you want to yep. talk about interesting I, uh, definitely he is seeing joe up on that if you're interested, <laughs> he's joe. seen and done it all oh, in fact sure. all our team has their their combined uh history in the industry is is pretty impressive well, and that experience helps make your product what it is oh dude yeah, I, yeah it it really does mm-hmm. yeah you learn as you go and we hopefully continue to try to improve but we're we're proud of what we're doing what we've done and optimistic about the future you know despite covid and everything going on i i I am far from a prophet but uh, there's a lot smarter people that, than me that can predict where the industry's going but I don't think I'm sticking my neck out by saying it's going to grow yeah, <laughs> and it's change. Going it's going to grow and change, yeah, you know. Absolutely. So, and that's what we have to try to continually be prepared for. Yeah. yeah. So it's fun, man. Yep. Well, thank you, Joe. Yeah. I'm going to shout you out for putting this product on the market, putting this team together. Absolutely. And I want to thank you, Dave, for stopping uh, such by. Such a pleasure, man. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Take care. We'reEasyTrim.com, just in case you want to find us. Robert. Good seeing you, man. What's, What's up, it like Ross? being back at MJ BizCon, like post-COVID? Oh my God! It, every year it gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. I didn't, didn't know what to expect. We're not wearing our masks, breaking all the rules right now. But 
it's uh, I was definitely surprised by how large it is. You yeah. know, there's there's a whole new room over there. We've got that room back there is uh, completely filled up. I think 2019 was the last real Vegas BizCon, yeah. and uh, they didn't even have this room all the way filled up. Really? Yeah. It. Uh, That's interesting. It just shows how much the industry has actually grown even over the past two years. A hundred percent. In the middle of the pandemic, which is incredible. It says a whole lot about the industry. I mean, when they make uh, cannabis an essential product. Yeah. It, uh, the, I, I think all the projections, at least from what we were looking at, the projections that they were writing about the, the growth of the industry were pretty much had to be rewritten from yeah. on the good side. Grew grew much quicker than uh, than anticipated. So Yeah, absolutely. We, we're in packaging, and so that's great for uh, packaging companies like ourselves. Oh, our, I bet. Our brands and our customers are... So, so, so talk about what Royal Supply actually does. Yeah, Royal Supply uh, works with brands, B2B brands working with... Um, Manufacturing their packaging, so you know here's here's something right here. Um, but we've got a full in-house design team. Um, but yeah, it's all it's all B2B sales on high volume packaging. That's awesome. <laughs> Pretty so straightforward. How, so how do you use how do you utilize the cannabis media database? So cannabis media has been great from uh, a number of different avenues actually. So we've got a sales team, a traditional sales team that has those B2B relationships, and from a just a, a research perspective. Um, you know, they're making their campaigns off of it, whether or not they are actually utilizing the email and marketing features within the platform, or we are taking it just as a uh, a research thing, kind of curating our own list to be yeah. able to make calls or whatever. And then on the flip side of that, we've got our like our internal marketing team that is going to be utilizing the um, the email aspects of things. That's and fantastic. We've got our own email programs that we use in-house that have our like lists and everything, but it is incredibly easy to utilize those same emails, transfer them over into Cannabis Media, and you've got, what, 100,000 plus companies that you can now reach out to and, right. and, and, and access. So we, uh, we definitely don't like to do the the spammy marketing kind of just throw a bunch at the right. wall and see what fits. And that's good. That that's we love hearing that more than anything that you actually do it the right way. We, yeah, yeah, I mean we've we've definitely tried both ways. We didn't yeah. go in this knowing everything. <laughs> it's like, oh man, these not getting the best uh, responses, but then you got to curate your messages to Absolutely. sprinkle in some some content as well as a little bit of uh marketing gimmicky stuff, but that's Absolutely, man. Well, listen, you work with Julian, right? I do. Julian's the man. Julian is the man. You heard that. I'm sending this clip to you, Julian. What's up, Julian? Yeah, he's going to see this. All right, man. Hell I yeah. appreciate you stopping by. This was awesome. And uh, we're gonna be po we'll be posting this on my social media probably afterwards. We're going to be sure and tag you all because we, awesome. we, we love having you guys as clients and uh, really appreciate you stopping by. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much, Ross. I appreciate no it. Well, Tony, welcome to Cannabis Media and our podcast. This is exciting because we never get to do them in person. So, uh, so welcome to the booth and welcome to MJ Biz. So tell us a little bit about your company. Great. So Cannacarton uh, is a packaging manufacturer. We make all kinds of cannabis packaging and you know we have a lot of traditional clients as well, yep. but we focus greatly on child resistant you know, pouches, boxes, labels, tubes and jars and different things like that. Got it. And are you also in other industries besides cannabis? We are. So the, the parent company, Cartoncraft, has been around for over 30 years. We serve very large companies, you know, uh, the likes of the S&P 500. Yep, yep. And uh, a few years ago, we saw an opportunity to help cannabis companies uh, have a more reliable supply chain. Yep. And uh, to help them, you know, manage their growing businesses. So we jumped in with both feet, and it's been wonderful. 
Excellent. So you're based in Illinois, but what is your customer set like? Are, are they all based in the Midwest? Do you have them nationwide, worldwide? Tell us a little bit about how you uh, reach. They're all over. Yeah. They're all over the United States. We do have a, a large focus and emphasis on the Midwest. Yep. But we have customers in most every legal market um, in, the, in the states. Excellent. We haven't started sending anything overseas yet, but. Hey, it'll be here before too long, I'm sure. So uh, in terms of things that happen in the, in the industry, for cannabis media, we're always excited when new states come on because it means that someday, not quickly, new licenses will come out of the state. What does that mean for you? Like in, in my part of the country, the whole Northeast is awash with new programs. Does that mean anything for you, like for your sales team? What do you do? Yeah, well, you know what? It's good for us to try and uh, make relationships early on. Mm. Uh, when, the, when the markets are young, there are different challenges than when the markets are mature. Yeah. And there's different demands on the producers and the cultivators and the, the it's, it's all coming from the customer, right? Yep. So in those early markets where things are just coming on, there's a lot of enthusiasm and excitement. And sometimes uh, the, the markets are just immature and they need a little guidance. So we get in there as early as we can to yeah. try and help those folks uh, deal with any of the challenges that may, may not have been in their purview before that. They may have not even known what some of the challenges of packaging and sourcing might be, so we get in there and try and give them good guidance. So, and does that guidance help with the compliance side? Like I know in Connecticut, on the marketing side, when they rolled out the program, they put out like an 18-page PDF that had every rule and reg, and I think it was the same that was true for like tobacco, and they sort of borrowed that or from the Federal Trade Commission. Is that some of the guidance and advice you're able to give your clients? Well, every state has its own, as you know, compliance. Thank goodness, that's why we're in business. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we do, um, we do advise our customers to work closely with their teams and their legal yeah. advisors to make sure that their compliance is appropriate for their market and for the product that, yep. they're, that they're marketing. But, you know, we can be a good source of, we can be a good resource uh, and a good sounding board. And of course, once they know exactly where they need to be for compliance, we can guide them into the right packaging. Well, and as you said before, since you're in multiple states, in some ways you're like, if you will, a packaging MSO. This is not your first rodeo, and, and you know what the rules are like in other places, so that when people are choosing a firm on the packaging side, knowing that you've had to comply and, and package in other states has to be a big help. Yeah, you know, people see that we're out there, they, they know who we're helping, and um, they, they do gain a lot of confidence, I think, seeing that other companies have had success working with us in various markets. But um, there's a lot of commonalities, you know, sure. between the different markets. They're just there's different nuances, really, you know. And each state has its own uh, advisors that tell them what they should be thinking about. And, but by and large, there's a lot in common. Yeah, yeah. And and as each state, as we joke, is sort of its own sovereign nation with its own rules and regulations that people need to be, uh, you know, cognizant of. Um, Got to ask you, how do you use cannabis media in the platform to, you know, hopefully help you achieve those? those goals. Great, so Canvas Media is good for a couple things. Uh, it's good for us to help generate new leads and try and uh, find some of the contacts that may not have been as readily available. Uh, it's pretty reliable. Good. Great, you guys do a very nice job. They do. Um, basically, if somebody calls us and we don't know who they are, yep. we also need to make sure that you know, they've, they've got a proper credentials or license and sure. that's another good resource that we use Good, yeah, so sort of the validation piece, so that, that makes total sense. So uh, here we are, it's been you know two years since we've had a conference here. Everybody's looking forward, any any trends that, that you're seeing, Tony, that you know we should be thinking about as we finish 2021 and head into 2022? Yeah, what we're seeing a lot of so far is um, automation. So yeah. totally to be expected, and that ties in well for us as a packaging supplier. 
we like to work closely with people's automation suppliers uh, or partners to make sure that you know we're aligning the packaging with the automation solution and that if there is an automation solution ahead of the packaging we're being very thoughtful about you know marrying those two so that there's optimum efficiency yep which a lot of times leads to better quality of product for customers so things like heat sealing uh, different products in right. to maintain the integrity of the product or using things that would prevent light from degrading the product. Uh, we also see, to, to your initial question, what are we seeing? Uh, innovation around materials. Huh. So people are asking more about what's this plastic made out of? Is it sustainable? It's sustainable. Is it compostable? You know, do you have a compostable pouch material? And so we've, uh, we've worked hard over the last few years to develop solutions for a lot mm -hmm. of these questions. Like I told you, the parent company's been around for a long time and has always been focused on sustainability. Um, also, my, you know, I'm active in the NCIA yep. Packaging and Labeling Committee, which is a great resource. If you're not aware of it, check that out. They have white papers on sustainable packaging, and a lot of people that are active with it are you know, pushing sustainable resources and alternatives to traditional packaging. Excellent. A lot Excellent. of innovation happening. Yeah, well, uh, so keep an eye out for packaging and for automation as uh, the future trends. You heard it here first from Tony. So thanks very much for coming by and talking with us. All right, thanks, Ed. All right.